the mafia is embracing homosexuality. A Mexican mayor married an alligator in an age-old ritual. And finally, a hangover pill. Yes! These are the weird stories for Thursday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian in Los Angeles. I'm Jonesy. Thank you for being with me. I have three weird news segments from all around the world. Let's get right into it. The mafia is embracing homosexuality. The Italian mafia has opened its doors to gay men for the first time. Is this because they're trying to be woke? Is the mafia being woke? Can you imagine some gay gangsters? Why not? Have some gay gangsters. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, Well, here's what's going on. Apparently... It emerged that a mob boss's son is actually living a life as a fabulous drag queen. So that's why the mafia is now opening its doors to gay men. They have a drag queen in the family. Uh, and once you, if you're part of the family, you're part of the family. Uh, drag queen or no drag queen. Wait, you're still Italian, right? You better be. Now, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the history of the Italian mafia in the United States. Maybe you've only watched a few Sopranos episodes, but you can kind of get a hint from there. Not exactly open to different lifestyles, the Italian mafia. There's an, I recall an episode where Tony's daughter, Meadow, is dating a black man, and Tony loses his mind over that. And that's just dating a black man. In the past, mobsters risked being murdered if they were even suspected of being gay. That was a thing. But the once fiercely homophobic mafia has now apparently evolved with societal norms. We have an anti-mafia investigator in this article named Nicola Grateri. He told the media that although homosexuality is still taboo among older bosses, the mafia has actually relaxed its rules to permit gay members in its lower ranks as long as they don't, quote, parade it in public. Throughout his investigations, Grateri eavesdropped on communications between certain crime syndicates, one of which is the Drangheta, which is a family in southern Italy, and they're thought to control 80% of the cocaine flow in Europe, uh, part of a business that brings them $38 billion a year. I love how they can just see their taxes and they know how much they're making on cocaine flow. (laughs) Can't arrest them. Let's just monitor their cocaine flow income. Anyways, this investigator, Nicola, intercepted some passionate letters between one crime boss and a young lieutenant and learned that many mafia foot soldiers freely enjoy drag bars and drag queens. He even discovered that the son of one prominent crime boss is living as a drag queen under the name Lady Godiva. Grateri has lived for three decades under police protection and claims that the Dringhetta family have grown pretty soft. Here's a quote from him. Yeah, I brought to trial the grandfathers and fathers of today's bosses. They were impassive in the face of long prison sentences. The young today, they can't take the pressure of prison in the way their parents did. You know, they get paranoid. They get depressed. They're more fragile. They put on dresses. Well, I'm not sure why the mafia is embracing the LGBTQ community. This investigator thinks it's because they've gone soft. Perhaps it's because they're just getting hip with the changes going on in our culture. They're opening up the doors. Maybe they're finding it difficult for to find members. I'd imagine it's not easy to find mafia members these days. People want to 
I don't know, the young people, they want to become like influencers and TikTok stars, and you kind of have to stay off that if you're in the mafia, right? Do you remember in The Sopranos when Christopher wanted to become an actor? He was taking classes, but, you know, Tony said, no, you can't because you can't be out there like that. You know, you can't be out in the public like that. So maybe they're having a hard time finding people to join the ranks. Maybe they'll open it up to women and all races. Imagine they open it up to Latinos and Asians. Ah, I could see that. A Mexican mayor married an alligator in an age-old ritual. This wedding took place in Huamalula. Huamalula? Huamalula! I think I said it right. Southwestern Mexico. A Mexican mayor has married an alligator. That's right, married an alligator. The alligator is wearing a wedding dress. You should Google it and see the photo. Did you ever think you might see an alligator in a wedding dress? Well, you can. Uh, the Mexican mayor married this alligator, sealing the odd couple's union with a kiss. He actually kissed the damn gator. This is part of an age-old indigenous tradition. Let's not make fun of it. Let's learn about it, okay? Let's learn about the weird world around us where mayors in Mexico are marrying reptiles. Let's find out why. Maybe there's a reason behind this. Maybe they're hoping it'll rain or that their city will turn into Florida. <laughs> it was an it was part of an age-old indigenous tradition conducted by Mayor Victor Juego Sosa. It intended to bring abundance to the village of San Pedro. The seven-year-old reptile is known as the Little Princess and is thought to be a deity, representing, of course, Mother Earth. Her marriage to the local leader symbolizes the joining of humans with the divine, with the Mother Earth deity. The ceremony was colorful, with traditional music, revelers dancing while urging the indigenous leader to kiss the new bride, kiss that alligator in a wedding dress. Of course, the alligator's mouth is tied up so that, you know, it's not really an open mouth kiss, more of a peck on the cheek, I'd say. Trumpets blared and drums provided a festive beat as the mayor carried his alligator bride in his arms beautifully through the streets. And men fanned it with their hats. Elia Edith Aguiar, known as the godmother who organized the wedding, said, quote, It gives me so much happiness and makes me proud of my roots. It's a very beautiful tradition that we have here. The alligator's snout was tied shut throughout the ceremony to avoid unwanted biting as the mayor kissed it multiple times throughout the ceremony. It's thought that the ritual marriage dates back centuries to pre-Hispanic times among Oaxaca State's Chontal and Huave indigenous communities. We're learning, guys, about history. It is similar to a prayer pleading for nature's bounty within the village. Mayor Sosa said, quote, we ask nature for enough rain. We ask nature for food. We ask nature that we have enough fish in our rivers. And then I kiss the alligator. I kiss it. I kiss that thing right on its cheek. It's very rough, but I do it anyways because I want fish in my river. So I kiss it. Come here, alligator, you cutie with your wedding dress. Oh, you come here. Oaxaca is located in Mexico's poor south, as you know. It's arguably the country's richest in indigenous cultures and home to many groups that have stubbornly maintained their languages and long-held traditions, including marrying reptiles. San Pedro Juamalula is a small fishing village. 
The age-old ritual is now mixed with a little bit of Catholic spirituality as well, involving dressing the alligator in a white wedding dress, which is extremely Catholic. Uh, I really am into uh, strange customs, to be honest with you. I think it's nice to know that uh, there are still these indigenous populations all over the world keeping to the traditions. As weird and superstitious as they might be, as long as no one's being hurt or dying, you know, I've covered stories where they have very odd beliefs, you know, that they have to sacrifice a, a baby or something so that whatever, they get internet. I don't know. <laughs> Not really, but. And this ritual with the alligator wedding isn't, you know, all that dangerous. They're not risking their health, really. Uh, you know, it's not like that. What was that tribe that ate cow manure because they thought it would get rid of COVID? I mean, this is the kind of stuff that's out there. You know, compared to that, this isn't so bad. It's kind of, it's kind of adorable. And you know, who's to say that this alligator wedding doesn't actually work? I mean, I haven't seen the data. Maybe it does create an abundance of rain and fertile crops. Perhaps it does add fish to the rivers. So I don't know. Now, before we poo-poo the idea, hey, let's try kissing some reptiles and praying for lower gas prices. See if it happens. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Finally, guys, a hangover pill is going to be available. On Monday, the hangover pill goes on sale in the UK. The pill holds out the prospect that many drinkers have long dreamed of being able to get wasted with your friends without suffering the full after effects of a hangover the next day. This is lovely because those hangovers are so debilitating. You chug water, pop ibuprofen. Maybe you have a hair of the dog that bit you, you know, AKA a shot of whiskey for breakfast, anything to get you into the office, not feeling the effects of a hangover. They're terrible. Let's find out some more information. And when is it going on sale in the U.S.? I would like some access to the hangover pill. Thank you very much. I'm tired of feeling like crap. And I've noticed since I've been in my 30s and older, you know, as soon as you hit 30 and up, I feel like the hangovers are a real thing. In my 20s, hardly ever had them. I could drink till the sun came up, no problem. Now they're a part of my life. I have to be careful. This pill is only a dollar, by the way. It's pretty damn cheap for the hangover pill. A dollar? You can't get anything for a dollar. Wow, that's pretty cool, right? The company's named Merkel. That's the maker. They say if you take two of these pills at least one hour before your drinking bout, it's going to result in up to 70% of the alcohol being broken down after 60 minutes. This is the first product in history to break down alcohol this effectively, they're proudly saying. Well, it sounds to me like you're going to be able to drink 70% more alcohol than you could before. <laughs> I support this very much. Now, this pill's been knocking around in laboratories for a while now. A Swedish firm invented it back in 1990, but they've been doing further research. It hasn't been ready for the market until about now. It looks like they're going to use the UK as their guinea pigs here on out, which is probably pretty appropriate. They drink a lot over there, a bunch of lushes, as you know. 
Uh, what's inside these pills? Well, it contains a science-based formulation of bacteria, something called L-cysteine, which is an amino acid found in tuna, and vitamin B12 found in meat, eggs, and milk. All right, well, couldn't I just eat some tuna and a, and a glass of milk and <laughs> have the same effect? I had no idea this whole time. All I had to do was eat some tuna and some eggs, and I could avoid a hangover. All right, all right, we're learning, guys. <laughs> Maybe I don't need the pill after all. Now, the company Merkel says the pill acts by combating the onset of a hangover by activating its bacteria, L-cysteine, and B12 inside your gut before the alcohol actually reaches your liver. They then work together to break the alcohol down into water and carbon dioxide with minimal production of something called acetaldehyde or acetic acid. Here's a quote from the makers here. This marks the first time in history that a consumer product is demonstrated to effectively and rapidly break down alcohol. We are very, very excited to be launching this groundbreaking product in the UK and in most European markets. Our purpose with this product is to help those regular moderate drinkers to wake up feeling their best the next day, whether they're a busy working professional, young parents, or seniors who want to maintain an active social lifestyle. This is fabulous. I have a hangover pill. Been waiting for this my whole life, really. Now, can we just cure this nut allergy that I have here? I'd like to have some Nutella on a banana. I've seen someone do that. It looked absolutely incredible and i want to participate in that i don't want to be a bystander to nutella so can we get like a nut allergy pill please is that asking too much for the world of science huh Yay! i married a mexican alligator i married a mexican whoa alligator thank you thank you for your time today i appreciate it so much uh, just FYI, tomorrow's Friday, guys. So you know what happens on Friday on Weird AF News if you're new to the show. We only do weird news from Florida on Friday. It's Florida Fridays. So please, don't hesitate to send me those weird Florida stories from this week. You can do that by uh, sending me emails. Yeah, emails are a way to do it. It's funnyjones at gmail.com. Or you can link them in a DM. You can put them in a DM to my Instagram, at funnyjones as well. You can even submit them through the weirdafnews.com po- uh, uh, website as well. So that's pretty cool. You can submit articles that way. So yeah, send them over if you have any. Uh, be, it'll be fun. Hopefully we'll... You know, I'll do my best. I'll do my best to lead you into the weekend with some great weird Florida news per usual. If you guys would like to call the show, 646-450-2012. Love to hear from my listeners. Please keep it clean and no F-bombs. Thank you very much. If you would like to support the show, I know you might want to because you're just, you're just rolling in cash right now. The cash is just falling on your face. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to do that, you know, I have a Patreon. That's a way to support me. Go to my Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdafnews and become a patron of the arts. Uh, yeah, there's a guy, a comedian, recording a daily weird news show in a closet. Become a patron to that. Wouldn't you want to support something like that? It's pretty cool. Not everybody can say that. And then you get your name up on my closet wall, a.k.a. the studio wall, and that's pretty cool too. So, yeah, support the show. Uh, if you don't have any ducats at all, you know, it doesn't cost anything to refer the show to a friend or a loved one. That That's pretty cool too. I would appreciate that. Or don't do anything. Just listen to the podcast and enjoy it passively. I'll see you tomorrow for Florida Fridays. All right. Take care.